He's even more undeveloped socially than the boy who enrolled last year after nine years of being homeschooled in a yurt. Which is why I'm actually breaking a sweat imagining everything Oliver could be doing wrong. At this point, he's probably ten minutes into a story about the first dragon he ever encountered. And while he might think it's a great icebreaker... The rest of the bus will either peg him as the new druggie in town who puts shrooms in his breakfast omelet, or as one of those kids who run around speaking elvish, wearing homemade cloaks with foam swords tucked into their belts. Either way, that kind of first impression is one that sticks for the rest of your life. Believe me, I know. I've spent my entire school career as that girl, the one who wrote VD Rocks on all her second-grade valentines and who literally walked into a wall once while reading a book. The one who recently reaffirmed her subterranean spot on the social status totem pole by accidentally punching out the most popular girl in school during swim practice. Oliver and I make a fabulous couple. Speaking of which, I kind of still can't believe we are one. It's one thing to have a boyfriend, but to have someone who looks like he just stepped out of a romantic comedy, well, it doesn't happen to people like me. Girls spend their lives dreaming of that perfect guy, but always wind up settling when they realize he doesn't exist. I found mine, but he was trapped inside a fairy tale. Since that's the only world he's ever lived in, Acclimating to this one has been a bit of a challenge. How he came to be real and mine is a long story, but it's been the biggest adventure of my life. So far, anyway. Delilah! I hear, and I turn around to see my best friend Jules barreling towards me. We hug like magnets. We haven't seen each other all summer, she was exiled to her aunt's house in the Midwest, and I was totally preoccupied with Oliver's arrival. Her mohawk has grown out into an Egyptian bob, which she's dyed midnight blue, and she's wearing her usual thick black eyeliner, combat boots, and a t-shirt with the name of her favorite band du jour, Khaleesi and the Dragons. So, where is he? she asks, looking around. Not here yet. I tell her. What if he called the bus his trusty steed again? Jules laughs. Delilah, you've been practicing with him the whole summer. I think he can handle a 15-minute bus ride without you. Suddenly, she grimaces. Oh, crap. Don't tell me you guys are going to be gorilla glue together like Brangelo. Jules says, jerking her head toward Brianna and Angelo, the school's power couple, who seem to have an uncanny ability to be making out on my locker at the exact moment I need to get inside. I think it's great that you have a hot new boyfriend, but you better not ditch me. Are you kidding? I say. I'm gonna need your help. Being around Oliver is like when you're babysitting a toddler and you realize the entire house is a potential danger zone. Perfect timing, murmurs Jules, as Oliver's bus pulls up to the front of the school. You know how there are some moments in your life when time just slows down? When you remember every minute detail. 
how the wind feels against your face, how the freshly cut grass smells, how snippets of conversation become a dull background buzz, and how, in that instant, there's only the beat of your heart and the breath that you draw and the person whose eyes lock with yours. Oliver is the last one to step off the bus. His black hair is ruffled by the breeze. He's wearing the white shirt and jeans I picked out for him and an unzipped hoodie. A leather satchel is strung across his chest and his green eyes search the crowd. When he sees me, a huge smile breaks across his face. He walks toward me as if there aren't 300 people staring at him, the new kid, as if it doesn't matter in the least that the popular girls are tossing their hair and batting their lashes like they're at a photo shoot, or that the jocks are all sizing him up as competition. He walks as if the...